developed, created, and owned by James Pro Artistry Productions. It is to give you options and opportunities. Also, Twitter, an expertly created or crafted ideal on a very high intelligent level, made simple, but turned complicated. Hi, I'm James, and welcome to the Perceptive Readers this week, everyone. The topic today will cover all several uh, routes, if you will, uh, to give you an understanding or the scope of a situation. Now, how are we going to do this? Excuse me for one moment. You may hear, you know, servers rustling in the background and software being installed and things of that nature. Uh, that should probably uh, end before, uh, you know, I finish with this podcast because this will go into the subject a little more uh, in depth as I've done in the past since we're talking about technology. OK, and so let me start off with the statement of. It is to give you options and opportunity, you see. You know, in one of my podcasts, I talked about even he had to make a tent sometimes. And that went on to reference uh, one Christian who had took the forefront of being an evangelizer and, and teaching people good things that will what help them heal spiritually. However, one of the things that they that, that he actually did his occupation, if you will, his skill, okay, was to make tents. And I told you, according to that time period with the Roman Legion armies and everything around, all oh, tents was a lucrative business. So he made some pretty good money to what? To continue to take care of himself. His livelihood and he even expressed and it's something that by him expressing is God allowed this to be in his own word the holy scriptures that he made those tents or that he worked for himself because he did not want to stumble anybody by basically relying too much on somebody else having to you see uh take care of him or and a variety of reasons. So let's just put it all in the area of he was not trying to push his authority in any way to force someone to take care of him, which could be a stumbling block, okay, or to give him anything. And that was the reason why he did it. So no matter what your other goals are in life, you see, uh, your responsibilities that you have, uh, we know that it does require persons to bring in an income so that they can eat, they can have covering, and yes, even have something good to share with others, along with, you see, just their word of mouth at times of saying, have a good day. Oh, it's wonderful seeing you. We know also, according to the good book, that it did mention how persons would run into others with lack at times. See, and this is talking about in a material way. Uh, uh, and we may be moved to actually help them in a material way. But remember, if you don't have anything materially yourself, 
uh, to take care of yourself, how are you going to give it to someone else? Which again, it is more happiness in giving than receiving. But see, keeping all of this in mind, it goes to show that even with the elevated spiritual thoughts we have in mind, we know, according to God, it's promoted that, hey, if you don't work, then you don't eat, then make sure also you have something to sustain yourself. And also, it's nothing wrong with, you see, making a good living so that you can have something good to share with others. Now, let's move on to the topic, the main one here that deals with Twitter, which was a expertly crafted you see, entirely intelligent ideal, you see, implemented, made simple. However, what came in caused complication. Now, the reason why we're covering this is because recently a billionaire uh, bought out Twitter. And, uh, you know, the talk started uh, about a couple of weeks or so ago where it really started ramping up. And... You know, in times past, you see, over the past decade, I've talked about Twitter as a social media platform, as a social media platform that provided uh, opportunities and options. In what way? Well, if you have a pad and pen or pencil, if you write down these articles, because I'm going to basically be relating some of the same facts or spirit from these articles, you will see the importance of the matter. Uh, for example, do you remember this inspired article from over a decade ago, Gratitude for Twitter and Facebook Contacts? Let me read it again. Gratitude for Twitter and Facebook Contacts. That is still on parkbooks.com. Here's the next thought. Twitter, perceptive readers technology. Here's another one. The Twitter mute button. We continue. Best ways to use Twitter. And Twitter, yes, I publicly believe this. So these are actually headings with Twitter that you can easily do a search on the popbooks.com website and listen to them or actually, you see, uh, read some of the articles on them in the social media aspect. Because remember, we talked about options and opportunities. How? We're in the way of marketing, getting your thoughts and your name out there, your brand out there, who you are, what services, if you're a vendor, if you're an artist, a content creator, musician, and yes, even big businesses and software companies and nonprofits, they all benefited from a platform such as this. See, with that knowledge in mind, you can see Twitter became lucrative, if you will, and popular, if you will. Why? Because it just basically stuck to what has already been in place for hundreds of years, the principles of uh, being able to what? Uh, freely 
speak with your conscience. To freely speak. Freeness of speech, as some may look at it as well. But the whole point is... We know there have been documents that were all written, written in place, and you've heard me even mention Declaration of Independence that's in the North American continent uh, that they went along with in their terms of service. If they needed ideas, they certainly implemented those principles from there. And once again, just good book practices, okay? So they became lucrative by that. Now, of course... You had professionals, and then you had also persons who, uh, some would say, uh, nothing but the riffraff. However, this was a public platform, and persons were able to say what they wanted to say. And it was no problem with it, you see. And, and I'm going to get more into that. Why am I going to get into this? Because, as you perceptive readers know, and I want you to know, I... I'll reference this in a PocBooks Crypto Telegram app moment uh, this morning uh, that's on there. You know, there's a lot of exclusives that I put on there. So I'm just going to elaborate on some of the statements that I made even in that PocBooks Telegram app moment uh, so that you can get the whole thing and know where everything is at in this uh, Perceptive Readers. So the reason why I'm talking to you on this subject is because I, as I said, uh, sometimes once persons start losing their argument in the people say public arena, I'm going to say in the reasoning aspect of the arena. See, remember, because that, that way, when you have a group of people listening to your thoughts, then they're able to reason. They see what you're saying. They're seeing what someone else is saying and from their knowledge, their culture, their background, and see, an understanding also of foundational ethics and principles. Hi, perceptive readers. This is picking up on, I had to take a break to, uh, actually, um, uh, take care of something else. Um, but I ended talking about knowing and understanding the foundation of ethical principles in professionalism and business. Okay. And so I'm, I'm just, so you will see a little bit of a break. Uh, maybe I'll put some elevator music in there or something <laughs> as they call it. But anyway, so let's get back now to where all the activities of Twitter being bought out, uh, by a billionaire. Now, who is this billionaire? We will get into that. And it's actually by, uh, Argument, if you will, that someone made as far as his view on um, speaking on public platforms, the freeness of being able to speak on public platforms. All right. And it's interesting, as I reference in the Telegram, the Parkbooks Crypto Telegram app moment, how the reason why I share these matters with you, perceptive readers, is this. Because, as always, you can have a good idea. No, really, a straight-up good idea, an intelligent idea. And it proven itself, it worked, and it will prove itself over again that it works when you are dealing with people who are forthright with you. And so the whole point is, sometimes, as you've heard me uh, say before in my experience of life, sometimes... 
we focus so much on, as the expression I already used, the small number, or even if it's a large group of people, that people may consider the riff raft of ideas, in other words, ones who really have an agenda that is not for the positive, that is not for what makes good business. And you see, good business, you know, uh, buying, selling, and, and bothering. And yet, hey, they are able to use the public platform as well. Are they not? But see, what happens at times, ones who will use some of these tactics who are big on censorship. You see, in, interesting, censorship on others, but certainly not on their own speech to talk about a lot of these um, turning down of society, you see, ideals, the turning down of small businesses, ideals, you see. So the point is, it's like censorship of you who are even talking about these ethical principles, but not censorship of themselves who are actually trying to flip the ethical principles on his head. And you've heard me use the expression before that there are certain books and the good book, the Bible, is one of them, that it is not there to condemn itself. And I've used the expression, though every man may be a liar, let God's word be found true. Well, it's the same thing with uh, certain laws in the land. You know, I could get into other podcasts that I've talked about this on, but no, I don't want to go off into that area. But just know these have been thoroughly explored in times past about what good professional practices are, and they will be again. But let me get right back to you perceptive readers, as I said before, why I address certain topics that I may not have addressed before, because now what's been going on through the, the media and all this stuff, you know, again, these ones will talk about this information uh, but at the same time you can see the disingenuousness of what they're doing with their information and the way that they're doing it okay what do i mean by that well i use the term of apples and oranges i told you about that series that i created to help persons to see at times that when you do have ones in the public arena uh they will be using other methods than just the regular you know, facts and, and, you know, and reasoning with you. Well, the way that they will reason with you is they might give you an anecdotal statement, an anecdotal story. You see, they might give you a uh, personal experience, which is uh, nothing uh, wrong with that. And, and yet at the same time, you have to keep in mind that some of these uh, anecdotal statements that the ones who disagree with you on, they may use it because they're trying to actually change the narrative altogether. And so when they change the narrative, it's like, no, we went from talking about apples to oranges here. And you will find out sometimes some of them did it on purpose. And that's what I want to talk about with this buyout of Twitter by this billionaire, um, Elon Musk, who is, well, who has stated and have shown uh, that he's more on letting people freely speak their conscience no matter what it is. And so let me uh, talk about that. All right. It was said 
uh, first, let me give you one of the anecdotal stories or an analogy uh, that I heard this past week. You know, one person used the analogy about if you were to go to a party, but there was no laws or guidelines in place, you know, so it would just be a free for all wild party. Would you go there? Now, of course, that's a very uh, a nice analogy uh, for just helping people appreciate Hey, whenever you have any type of gathering or something, you know, in your home or what have you, that you need to make sure you have a protection in place to protect the people who are enjoying uh, the party, whatever. But what I said in the Telegram app moment, the Pop Books Crypto Telegram app moment, is I was basically stating that, no, you know what? You He used this to actually make the analogy or the connection of what he was saying, what Twitter would be, what, you know, with no censorship and things of that nature at all. And I did say that, you know, that was, that was not the correct analogy. And I said, the reason why it isn't is because again, Twitter simply crafted, simply designed is a tool. It was a tool, a communication tool, if you will, with the social media to give people what? The opportunities, you see, and options to market and brand their product. And they could use it for other means as well, too, which I went into, which I won't go into here. So I was saying it was a tool. And then I used the other analogy about, you know, even using the public street, you see, to drive and to get to here and to get to there, marketing your product. And so I went on further to also state that, yes, if someone was doing something on the side of the road or what have you, hey, that's what the authorities are for. And I talked about tier levels of understanding on these help desks and things of that nature. Okay. So you can look in, look at that telegram app, uh, Papu Scripto telegram app moment that talked about this. But see, now I want to go directly to why you hear me state Twitter. A simply, once again, an, an intelligent, let me really emphasize that, expertly and intelligently crafted simple tool or idea that was made complicated. And some would say on purpose, all right? Because there's one article uh, uh, that I read on the internet and one of the quotes, and, and you can certainly find it, is they were just talking about how oh, Elon Musk or, or whatever is going to have a hard time uh, doing this and that and what have you. And and I mean, and, and, and they make an argument about it. But see, I, and, you know, the, they state that argument, how talking they were talking about how it'll be very messy, how free speech is best, basically messy and things of this nature. Free speech means different things to different people. And you know what I said again? It, it's okay. Free speech. There's a definition for free speech. Now, the point is the way that people use their free speech. That's where it's messy. You may have some people like professionals and they're doing it to use it as what? To gain opportunities and options to become lucrative, to, 
have a livelihood to take care of their families. And then I use the other category of some who just want to use it in a riffraff sort of way. And once again, see, they have the free speech to do this. So the principle of free speech, of being able to express your thoughts and your conscience, that's there. There's nothing wrong with that. It's the way the people implement their speech at times. And see, all the same, they're able to say things that you don't like, that I don't like, you see? And the options, and the reason why I told you about those other articles that, uh, about the Twitter mute button and things of that nature, is that, you know, you don't have to listen to it, though. And I told you what I found out in some cases is that's what really make these some of these persons upset. You see, there are a lot of reasonable people, sane people as well, you know, excuse me, if you will, that actually, you see, know how to say, well, you know what? I don't agree with you. I'm going about my business. But see, it's these ones who like to censor. In my experience, they are the ones that can't leave it alone. They are the ones who will go out their way and say, no, you're going to listen to me. See, do you see the strong arm type of tactics that happens? So the point is, no, they're all about being bullies. That's what they're doing. They're being bullies. And I've talked about that. So uh, getting right back to uh, how the person was talking about how messy it was uh, and making an expression about uh, another quote. The tweets must flow. Uh, well, he ended up saying in the article, this one person who wrote it, he said, Mr. Musk will be the one confronting the gap between an idealized view of free speech and the zillion tough decisions that must be made to let everyone have a say. See, in this case, perceptive readers, this is where I say again, taking something simple and just trying to make it complicated. I've expressed in times past, this is what the terms of service, and see, and that's why, you know, I broke it down in one of the uh, Perceptive Readers podcasts before, which I gave you in the reference. I broke it down on, hey, it's not that difficult. And just because some persons themselves either don't understand it or have their own agenda, you see, like bullies, will say a zillion tough decisions. Most likely, all those zillion tough decisions could probably be fitted within <laughs> a few to seven even statements that'll cover it all. But see, that takes once again sometimes experience that takes once again sometimes training you see for people who really saying hey i want to be a well-balanced entrepreneur a well-balanced professional you see so 
A point is, even though persons, as I said again, will try to take a document and turn it into something to flip it on itself or what have you. No, because in any company, again, in less than seven or eight, nine or ten or whatever, uh, uh, statements, if you will, then when you have these other ones in in place, uh, first level tier or things of this nature, well, let's say. I used the analogy about you're not supposed to be yelling fire in a public building. See, that's a, a, a once again a principle there that if you were to go into a place where you know a lot of people are at and you're actually you know trying to cause a stampede of nothing that's and and there's no fire at all or what have you, then you see that would be unethical and that would be uh, you know so bad that you know some persons may end up you know, reporting it to the authorities to such extent. And then the authorities get involved and be, would be like, well, what in the world were you doing? Then 10, especially if persons got hurt. So, you know, that would turn out to be, no, you were just, again, attributing really uh, uh to you wanted to get people hurt. But see, again, here's the point. There are different roles. And as I stated before, if someone is really doing something um, illegal in that way or illegal to actually, uh, try to, um, where they're breaking laws and stuff, that is still not, you see, the first tier, uh, uh, responsibility. The whole point is if someone else you see in the public arena, you know, ends up stating this or what have you. And all of a sudden, you know, it falls into the area of say, oh, this is breaking the law. Then it can actually be referenced to the well-trained uh, authorities, uh, you see officials and stuff that really know about these matters. And then there's other follow-up of correspondence to find out what really you see is, is, is going on or what the thoughts are and things of the nature. And even then, it doesn't always have to be a heavy-handed decision on, you see, uh, this and that, that saying that the person, uh, uh, can't speak. Why? Because if it's bad enough to be breaking the law or what have you, then would that person not be addressed by the authorities anyway and just say, hey, no, you know what? <laughs> you see, you see what I'm talking about? And, and, and here it is. I was trying not to go too much into detail on it, but I'm just trying to tell you that this is the way it was working at first. And then in a simple way. And then the complication came in by different ones, some of them who had an agenda. Uh, so I'm talking about some of these matters off the top of my head and experience. And that's why I gave you these references. But I guarantee you that you can get some more ideas from the references that I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. Okay. That I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. So. Anybody being able to express their conscience and freedom of speech, you will, about their subjects, their thoughts, and even their spirituality. You see, this is what keeps a society well informed, well informed of exactly what is going on. Remember, sometimes once a bunch of bullies get, get a stronghold, and they're actually, you know, 
um, shadow banning and doing all sorts of other things where they have literally just ostracized some persons. And like I said, just regular everyday people, humans who are not committing no laws or anything at all, then how in the world will their voice be heard if you keep on allowing for bullies to silence them in this way? See, they, the ones who's being silenced, can and really at times have had the very information that would have gave you even more of opportunities and options that the bullies didn't want you to know about. And so it can all be ironed out if you got the information. And I tell you also, along with this, you know, you've heard me say, I do. I take a lot of information on the Internet with a grain of salt, you see. And at the same time, uh, or, or with that thought, you see, if there's something that really hits in such a way, then, you know, you try to research it. That's why I said, again, you know, you can't always rely on just secondhand information. And that's the way a lot of bad decisions were made as well. Just secondhand information. This is another reason why you allow persons to express themselves and not just based on just one thought or even something that is totally taken out of context. You listen to what the uh, uh, person is saying. You can see sometimes where, you know, I told you there's different type of conversations. There's coffee room conversations. There's poetic conversations. Uh, there are a lot of William Shakespeare type of stories conversations that, that go on. And even more serious than that, even on a criminal of type conversation. But see, communication platforms of this nature, they're public. That's what they're for. And then you have the authorities. You have specialized training in other areas of different tiers of persons to really see what's going on. And over time, when these persons have instituted and implemented, you see, following these different guidelines and practices for so long, it becomes like second nature to them. It's everything is not, oh, we got another zillion upon zillion decisions to make. It really isn't. It boils down to not only the book knowledge, but the experience as well. Matters are not always as complicated as people make them. But see, that's done on purpose to at times draw it out for so, so long that people will even forget what it was about. And that's the way some criminals end up, you see, actually uh, committing crimes. And that's why they continue to commit them because when it was already enough to address this or that. Um, it wasn't because they were relying on the slowness of justice and of people understanding of these different matters to actually do anything about it. Uh, sadly, all the same, though, those matters are still in God's mind. He still knows what was going on uh, behind the scenes and everything. And yet as humans today, he is still saying, 
Well, get better. Get better, you sincere ones. Get better, you sincere entrepreneurs and professionals. Get better, all you who are developing, uh, once again, a spiritual core. You see, get better if, once again, you made mistakes in ignorance. And get better, even for ones who said they did do this on purpose, but they have seen the light. Well, one of the ways that a person can show that is they can stop doing the very, very bad thing that got them in this situation in the first place. Can't say, once again, you're sorry about it, but you're still actively, once again, promoting this whole censorship thing, you see. This whole shadow banning, this whole sabotaging of person's livelihood. You can't do both in that way. You just can't. So, can Twitter, once again, uh, uh, be reformed, so to speak? You know, I've made jokes in times past about this, uh, that, oh, I know I could fix Twitter. You see what I'm saying? Uh, I kind of make a joke about my feet. Just like, take this podcast in itself. Yes, it came off the cuff of my head, but I already know j- just the podcast and the references I gave you at just one shot, at just one pop, if you will, it's worth thousands of dollars. I know it. I've made many articles and writings like this over, you see, um, uh, over the years. But along with that, uh, along with that one shot, one pop, if I was to have to implement something like this on Twitter, no, it, it would start off talking in the millions. It would because it's worth it. It's worth it. And on top of that, I still want to emphasize in closing in closing, uh, my name is James. I have not changed because I'm not insane. My, um, occupation, if you will, uh, there's on one side, the primary that I'm always going to have to, you see, tell you the truth of what God's word is saying on a certain matter. Okay. Or on this or that matter. And then, just like I used the whole, uh, uh, thoughts on what Paul's outlook was about, even he had to make a tent sometimes. I take just as much as serious as I don't want to be a burden on anyone. I have family. I have loved ones. And what some people didn't know, which I'll, I'll get this information. I was already on the path even before I started my uh, personal writing business since 2010 to actually, I was already on the point where I could have been lucrative in another area. But see, I always try to just, yeah, I, I was, I was getting what I needed to take care of everything that, that I needed. You see, that's the fact of the matter. Now, some persons saw that. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say. But with my writing business, again, uh, many good things and thoughts that I've put together and written over the years that I would say again, I know was worth thousands. 
millions and even more. Like I said, my name is James. I'm, I don't, I'm not changing. I don't have to change because I'm not insane. So here was this Twitter, once again, topic, and, and I probably won't have to talk about uh, Twitter again. Uh, I'll close this, uh, uh, these articles and podcasts in this category from the past 10 years of experience uh, or, or more or what have you uh, with Twitter. And you can always have it for your references because I'm continuing to move on now uh, to what I'm doing with the uh, blockchain. And, and all, of course, yes, I'm going to keep parkbooks.com on the uh, the domain. I'm going to keep that there as well. But I'm also using Parkbooks Crypto uh, in a variety of other areas, uh, with the blockchain, you see. And that's, uh, because remember, uh, with the block books, the park books dot crypto on the blockchain. And this is, I know, just a edit thought. Uh, with that, uh, I've already paid for that. You see, domain is, is totally paid for. So you don't even, you know, have to be renewing like you do with the, the dot com domains types of things. So I'm just happy to let you know that if the domain structure even changes for the internet or whatever, sometimes if you go to IPFS uh, colon uh, forward slash forward slash or backslash backslash uh, parkbooks dot crypto, uh, you'll see how that works. Also, if you have any questions, you can go to the minds.com forward slash forward slash Parkbooks crypto profile and ask me your questions there. Okay. So we spent a lot of time uh, with this. I hope it helps in at least one way for all of you professionals and entrepreneurs and also the people who just want to express themselves. This helps you with your options and opportunities. Thank you for being on this Perceptive Readers this week. You have a very wonderful, wonderful day. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.